It's not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste a lot of it. Life is substantiated by whatever impact or whatever contribution you can make while you're alive. The finish line's the same for everyone. We're all ending up in the same place, but while we're here, what, what contribution can you make? Do you learn more from success or failure? I think I learn more from failure. I guess all of us have this need or want to succeed in some way, but when you fail at something, especially when it's like a dramatic fail, it really makes you stop and take count and think, oh, why did I fail? Like, how can I avoid this? I think that it's always the toughest times in your life that define who you are, much more so than the easiest times or the best times. So failures are typically some of the hardest times of your life. So when I look back and I see all sort of the pivotal moments in my life, it was always the struggle, it was always the failure that motivated me, um, not the like loveliness of success. Don't give up. You will fail a thousand times, but then you'll succeed. And most people like to give up after they fail. Failure really happens when you've decided that you no longer want to pursue that dream. Like that's the moment of failure. Never give up. And that sounds like a platitude, but I mean that. Because if you try and then fail and then try and then fail and then try and then fail and then try and then fail, just keep doing that, eventually you will succeed. Just make a decision. It'll be the right decision, but just make a decision. You'll make it right. What I have to do is you're told. If you truly disagree with someone, challenge them. And don't back down. Hard work and tenacity. Just gotta keep working hard and never, ever, ever, ever stop. Really focusing and investing yourself into something you're passionate about will always yield better results than scattering yourself around and spreading yourself thin. What keeps you from quitting? For me, I just love it. Why would you ever quit something you really love? The only thing in life that stands between you and everything you've ever wanted to do is doing it. In life, you have two options. You can do your own thing and stand out, or you can do what you're supposed to do. You can do what everyone else does, and you can fit in. There's nothing wrong with fitting in, but you're fitting into cultural or societal norms that were created by other people. Now, in some cases, these norms are great, um, but in others, they don't make sense. These norms, these rules, were created by someone, someone just like you or someone just like me. I don't know who created these norms. Chances are they weren't anyone smarter than you or me. And if I'm not a fan of the way things are, I just do my own thing because I trust myself and I trust my perspective more so than that of other people. Grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is, and your your life is just to live your life inside the world. Try not to bash into the walls too much. Uh, uh, try to have a nice family life, uh, have fun, save a little money. But life, th that's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you and you can change it, you can influence it, you can, you can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, is to shake off this, uh, this uh, erroneous notion that life is 
is there and you're just going to live in it versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Um, I, I think that's very important. And however you learn that, once you learn it, uh, you'll want to change life and make it better because it's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Um, once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. Your grasp should always be just outside your reach. What's the point in having ambitions if they aren't seemingly unattainable? Adam wants to know, tell me how to succeed as in motivation. I can't tell you that. You have to find your own motivation. Can't rely on other people. When I discovered something I loved doing, I decided then and there to do that for the rest of my life. If you commit your entire life to a dream, you will find it. There's only one of two possible outcomes. Number one, you'll find it. You will succeed. Number two, you'll die trying. And it won't make a difference either way. So that is a guarantee. That is a positively, a guaranteed way to get there. Which is that to commit to this, to commit everything to chasing that dream. It may guarantee you'll find that it does not guarantee a happy or great life. There's only one determination. There's only one factor that makes you a success or does not make you a success. It's a binary. And that is, are you happy? Dreams matter. Goals matter. And what they do is they serve as this guiding light that steers you through life. You keep your eyes fixed on that and life may take you in all of these crazy trajectories and along the way, you'll find what makes you happy. That pursuit may lead you to a place you could have never imagined, but a place where you're very, very happy. No matter what pursuit you choose, happiness, it is happiness that matters. As long as your work is fulfilling, you're doing the right thing. Like if I don't do what I love, if I don't pursue this thing that I want to pursue, what is the alternative? I do something that I don't like because I'm supposed to. Fear is real. Fear is something you'll always have to confront. But what's on the other side of fear is always something something that's, that's worth it. Freedom for me is waking up in the morning and going to sleep at night and in between doing exactly what I want to do. What's the secret to happiness? The secret to happiness is finding something you love and then doing that for the rest of your life. It's never any one thing that takes you where you want to be. Kind of the magic of being open-minded in your pursuit is that like these unknowns, like where it might take you that you didn't imagine, that's usually where you find something that is actually what your goals are. In life, you should only ever be doing one of two things. And that is figuring out what you're most passionate about, like finding your dreams in life. And then two, realizing those passions, realizing those dreams. And the first one is much harder than the second one. If you know what you want to do, no big deal. You just commit your entire life to doing it and you'll either get really close or you'll die trying. Absolutely fixate on what it is that I want to be doing all day long every day. Like, what am I doing right now? Is this exactly where I want to be? And by always checking with myself, always checking in, like always hitting that reset button, I can always be really confident in my actions because I know that my ambition is true. It's like that platitude, without a goal you can't score. I really believe in that because if you can't see like the goalposts, how do you know which way to kick the ball? How I have confidence in who I am and the decisions I make is that 
I have this moral compass in life. Every decision that I make is made through the looking glass, through the perspective of my moral compass, of what I believe is right and what I believe is wrong. You do that over enough time, and it gives you a sense of pride. It gives you a sense of, of confidence in, in what you've done in life. If you're not constantly evolving your craft, then what's the point in doing it anyways? Be you. Like, that's the best advice I can think of. There are two things in life that I think really define who you are as a person, really shape who you are as a person. There's education and there's experience. And when it comes to experience, there's the kind that you pursue, like a trip, or deciding to like kiss that girl for the first time or kiss that boy for the first time. And then there's the kind of experience that just happens to you. Um, like when I got hit by a car and broke my leg. And those experiences, they, they have a huge impact on who you are and they affect who you are for the rest of your life. We, definitely everybody in this room, um, and most of the people that we encounter on a daily basis. We have won the lottery on life. When it comes back to obligation, I believe because we have this just incredible, incredible life, that we have obligations to embrace all of this opportunity that's all around us. That because we won the lotto on life, that at every time we see an opportunity, it's ours to embrace it. There are always really good reasons not to do things. But like, if you really, if you really believe that it's something you have to do. The universe has a way of making it okay. There's always a good excuse not to do something. Looking back, um, it only inspires me and motivates me more to embrace risk. Had I yielded to logic then, I don't know where I'd be. But I wouldn't be where I am right now, and I'm very, very happy right now. I want to talk about risk. As a guiding principle, life shrinks and life expands in direct proportion to your willingness to assume risk. Life is like this super temporary, mega fragile thing. You only get like a nugget of time to really pursue the things you care about. And my rule is that the right time is always right now. Identifying risk, identifying fear, and then just smashing through it. Because a, a fear is looking back and wishing that I had done these things. The most dangerous thing you can do in life is play it safe. Don't worry about what other people think. If you believe in yourself, like, who gives a shit what anybody says or tries to do? They're wrong, you're right, go get them. So how I stay positive when life gets me down is I have so many resources, I have so many different ways to express myself and change things. So when life gets me down, that's my fault and it's my responsibility to change it. We all have little things in our lives that we are in control of. So in life, when external forces get you down, you fall back on the things that you are in control of. People who have abandoned their dreams and aspirations will always discourage others from pursuing theirs. Anytime someone doubts you in life, there's only one thing you can do, and that is prove them wrong. First and foremost, haters are losers. Ignore the haters. Ignore them because they don't matter. If you're somebody that I don't want in my life, get out. They bring people down in hopes of elevating themselves, but that's not how the world works. If you're bringing someone else down, you're going right there with them. That is fact. You know, I think every time somebody puts you down, it makes you want to push harder to go back up. Happiness is the best revenge. Nothing drives people crazier than seeing someone have a good fucking life.
People who judge others, their opinions don't matter because they don't matter. Never pick on someone because of the way they look. You can't help the way you look. You've got to judge people by their substance, not by their superficiality. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Assume that they're being good. Assume that they're being positive. The alternative is to be a negative, skeptical, cynical person. And there's enough cynicism in this world. If you put in the time to work hard at being positive and being optimistic, it's a much better life. But it does take more work. Now, there's one simple reason why it's never ever okay to complain. And that is, there's always someone that has it worse than you do. Most of the time, people who complain have nothing to complain about. It really doesn't matter. Every once in a while, when things feel really good, you just stop and look around and pay really close attention and then say, I'm gonna remember this moment. It's just remembering to stop and think. Sometimes you're so busy, life is so fast, you forget to think. You gotta stop and think. You think about what makes you happy, you think about what makes you sad, what makes you fulfilled, what's a waste of time, what's a good use of your time. You gotta think. Anytime you have like a special experience in life, and in the moment, it feels great, it feels wonderful. As time goes by, they go from being these like little fun things to something so much more substantial. Time has this magical ability to erase all the negative and amplify all the positive. It is those moments in aggregate that equal life. If you can figure out work and you can figure out family, you will be happy in life. There are, there are only a few things in life that directly contribute to your day-to-day -day happiness as much as working with people, being surrounded by people that you really like to be around. Life is so much better when you have someone to share it with. When you have family to share it with, it's great. When you have friends to share it with, it's amazing. And if you're really, really lucky, if you meet a stranger in your lifetime and decide that you want to share your life with that stranger, that's amazing. That is, the, that is one of the greatest parts of life. A shared life is a great Perfection is the enemy of good. And what that means is you can never let your desire for perfection prevent you from finishing something that's good. Because to finish something, even imperfectly, is to learn from it and then you can move on and get closer to perfection. I say this about any regrets or any things from my past that I wish I had done. I'm so happy with where I am right now in life. I never look back and say I wish I had done things differently. Forget about the years past and just focus on the future. I am always looking forward to like starting anew. I'm much more about looking forward and thinking what can I do now to affect my future than I am looking at my past saying I wish I had done this. Alright, so the last segment that I posted was in actually four parts, actually 3.1 part because the last segment was not very long. And yes, I know I spelled advice wrong. I was on my phone and I was in a hurry and yeah, whatever. So <laughs> here's the thing. I don't usually post other people's YouTube content on here. I've only done it one time before and it was the Jim Carrey segment that I had posted about 
you know, basic, it was basically freeing your mind. And it really spoke to me. It really meant something to me. And the one that I just echoed today, I guess you could call it echoed from YouTube, I'm not sure, um, was from Casey Neistat. And actually wasn't put together by him, it was put together by somebody else. But it put together pieces of advice that he has given throughout several of his videos in just kind of threw it into one whole video and it was very motivating to listen to I actually didn't even watch the video um, I put YouTube on on my phone while I was doing some other work and just listened to the audio and I don't know it really really was awesome so that is why I featured it on my channel yes you can kill me for the spelling later at this point I don't care because I've got other things to do and I'm not going to fix it, so deal with it. But I just really like this segment, so 